0: So you can't. This get is a excited. problem with
1: not being a professional um, recording artist, right? I don't think we we're not going to go down that route. The Great Dive Podcast is hosted by your buddies, James and Brando. Now you guys are dogging me, huh?
0: Mick is a dumbass. B. Reinvent the Wheel.
2: You sit back back, hear a tale, tale of a fateful trip. decided started from this tropic board aboard this tiny ship. Me, was a mighty sailing man. Keep brave and
1: sure. said, the people aren't going to just know what they're listening to. Oh, yeah. We have Great to Dive remind Podcast. them. This is The Great Dive this Podcast. This is The Great Dive Podcast. Hey, guys. If you
0: guess, don't know us by now, hey, guys, guess what? what planet you know what have you been living to? in?
1: <laughs> you know what you're listening to? You're listening to The Great Dive Podcast with your host all the way from the other coast. <laughs> the third coast. He ain't eaten. No <laughs> toast today, host. Okay, brando, <laughs> brandost, the brandost, and and the uh, and the uh, and the Jamesy uh, jelly.
0: Hold on, and uh, <laughs> I I I've barely had a cup of coffee, so this I'm starting be, out a little this is, slow. <laughs> this is
1: gonna be a laid back, <laughs> easygoing <laughs> episode.
0: Well, yeah, people are gonna be like, "Wow, he's pretty." uh
1: So you're not gonna hate anybody today.
0: It's not that I hate anybody. It's uh. Well, I tell you, we, we got at the cost of we've good had good diving.
1: feedback on the on the last couple shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I got a you know ran into some people over the weekend. Shout out to the crew Shiver down there, me Timber's. <laughs> Shout out to the crew down there, at Davey Bones. I love that from name. Ohio. I love that name, yeah, Davey yeah, Bones yeah. Dive Shop.
0: I wish I would have thought so. About ran into that.
1: a bunch of fans down there. They they, they picked up some t-shirts and.
0: So all you care about is you got money from them t shirt money add it's to my
1: TGDP Manchester stockpile. estate
0: <laughs> to increase our stock prices
1: but hey <laughs> we got uh, we got some new listeners man the we got a, a, a big increase in listeners out of little rock arkansas why this, this last month how how the word's getting out man hey los angeles california Shout out to the new listeners out of Los I Angeles. That's,
0: that's my daughter uh, pushing.
1: Yeah, good she's for got, her.
0: She's got the uh, the, the decals she's got going the, and the t shirt going. Yeah,
1: you got the TGDP fan club out at school out there. I think
0: well, she does. Many of her uh, student friends, but like we FaceTime a lot with her. Heck she, yeah, she likes to call when we're doing the uh, FaceTime. She'll pop up and she'll say she's uh, she's got her girlfriend's or her guy friends all listening to the TGDP.
1: Good job, Elena. Keep up the good work out there. Seattle, Washington, West Coast is. Uh, I would believe we'd re- have a halfway us out there. decent yeah, Seattle yeah, man.
0: pop population listening.
1: Dallas, Texas, a bunch of new listeners out of Dallas, Texas, and Wilmington, North Carolina. Hmm. Hope you all are doing good down there with the uh, good old Florence coming in, flooding your streets. Yeah. Hope everybody's safe and back to diving soon down there, and uh, another international, out of Norwich. The UK, Nor- yeah. Norwich. Norwich out of the UK. Toronto. Do you call it
0: a Sandwick? Norwich? Damn. I'm just asking. I, Norwich I or Norwich? I, I said Norwich. Like Norwich, Connecticut. Uh,
1: I'm pretty sure it's Norwich. Well, it could be. Norwich.
0: I just put a K on the end. I think
1: they call it a Norwich.
0: <laughs> okay. You're probably right. I'm probably wrong, but.
1: It says norwich <laughs> right there, there in the letters <laughs> it does mason ohio crew out of mason or would you say masson would you call well it if it masson was a double
0: s if it was a double s i'd call it masson
1: in toronto hey shout out to toronto long beach california alexandria virginia shout out to those new top 10 a lot of a lot of new a lot of new cities popping up for us which Groovy. is great mm-hmm. good to hear oh hopefully spice. you guys are hope you guys are enjoying the show
0: we're kind of like a cancer we're, right now we're not a uh, you know a devastating stage four cancer cancer that's metastasizing no, I mean, right all now, over the place right
1: now you can you can rid us by just like a localized a, tumor switch into a <laughs> a, a plant-based diet you can get rid of <laughs> maybe us. maybe depends on the,
0: if it's gmo or i don't know anyway yeah
1: all right so After a a couple of weeks of the great wide world of Patty talking about the King Cronin, kind of got me on the the lookout for just old thoughts about where the industry was going and where instruction was going. And so I started digging through some old magazines again, came across one of the old classics, Rodale Scuba Diving. And again, remember, this was the magazine that divers trust.
0: Well, according to
1: themselves... No, it says right there. It says right there in the cover. (laughs) I know, and they wrote it.
0: It's according to themselves. Rodale's, in and of themselves, is just a is a humongo magazine producer. Are
1: you saying they're corporate giants too?
0: Bam. I'm just saying it. And did you do a quick count of how much is advertisement and how much is actual meat in that magazine?
1: Okay, Okay, let's see. One is that
0: advertising or. And even the meat, Three, four, even the meat five. in the magazine is advertising. <laughs> That's what you come to find now. I don't know. Maybe they've. I think they've tried to lose that reputation. Well,
1: keep in mind. So these guys, uh, when they first came, these guys out. had a have some cool stuff in there. Sure. In, in so much as you know, they were they were doing the manufacturers.
2: They uh, were doing. The, no, they
0: were being bought off by manufacturers to do
1: lab tests.
0: We'll give you free let's,
2: stuff.
1: <laughs> let's not go there yet. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait. On, on that note. You mean eight split fins? Yeah, are they yeah. really eight new split fins? Are they mm. really better? What do you think the answer is at of the end? Of course they are.
0: One and one brand who paid us wait wait we, page. We, we, I, page page <laughs> 2 do.
1: wait page two, <laughs> 2 of the article. Wait no, page 2 of the magazine yeah. is a full page full color advertisement for split fins. Split fins. Yeah. And which which split fin do you think wins? The, wins the, the, the person's choice yeah the one who has this the ad? most advertising this ad at the front we'll see if there's
0: anybody else with the
1: advertisement there no we're not doing the split fin rating article today but you know they, these guys were doing the lessons for life articles which, which there's a pretty good one in here in this in this actual issue maybe we'll get to one day but there's also don't, a, a, don't a, drown a, i mean
0: are there really i mean some of them are okay some of them are okay
1: they're interesting lessons for life.
0: Are they for life or are they for scuba diving?
1: For scuba diving life. We had this conversation last week. Scuba is life. What? Life is I diving. would
0: agree, but if you entitle it lessons for life, I guess it's a lesson you will keep your whole life. It's not really for life. Because, you know, it's like defog your mask. It, I mean, you could interpolate that in, in, in you know,
1: Is interpolate a word?
0: Yes, interpolate is. And I would actually use the word extrapolate that into real life, not diving life. But you could extrapolate that lesson. You could turn it in and relate it into a yeah. normal everyday life thing. Because everybody, the majority of people on the planet aren't like scuba diving every day
1: right, they're so, driving a car. Right. So oh, why you they're... gotta defog your windshield. I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get to this episode? Okay. Yeah. Instructor of the month. I don't I don't know if they're still doing instructor of the month. I think they, they they let an instructor, a random instructor, write articles. This instructor was a guy by the name of Jonathan Davis.
0: It's always Jonathan. There's a million Jonathan Davis. It could be it's like instructor yeah, but, Bill Smith.
1: Yeah, but this Jonathan Davis was known as Juan Loco, Juan
0: Loco from down in Mexico, in the old
1: uh, uh, scuba diving diver to diver message board. Oh, Juan Loco. Okay, Juan Loco. If you were hip on the message board back back in these days of 2001, early 2000s. Yes.
0: that even really isn't even that long. I mean, I was on it kind BB. of is it's now, BB, BB, 20 years. I know, but but the internet was, has been around since then. Oh yeah. And actually, since the mid-90s is really when it started to take off a little bit. But I was even, not that I'm a, a trendsetter or anything, but I was on BBS kind of stuff in the 90s. And if you were, that's when it was, there was... It was that was the uh, Wild West. Uh, it was the Wild West, exactly. That was anything goes, no moderation. And that, I like that. But now everybody's so goddamn offended by everything. Right. You, there's no way you can have. A, we've got to make sure nobody says anything to hurt anybody's feelings. And I'm like, fuck you, fuck you. What are we doing in this world? What the hell are we doing? We're
1: getting soft. The world's and getting not soft. it's not that you
0: have to be hard or mean or anything, but but, but you got to be able to take
1: a punch if you're gonna make it through life.
0: That is life. We have to be able to, you know, be able to withstand some kind of a- adverse words their words people words do have a lot of you know do have power but by the same token you have internal power to turn it off argue your point why you think those words aren't aren't great but to, to silence them that goes against everything we stand for here. it's supposed to yeah well it, but, do, it does it does the, go against it but, but people are trying to are yeah they're trying
1: they, to put a, put that away
0: why would you put that away that is what makes people
1: strong they don't want strong people. They want people who are strong listeners and strong obeyers. That's the old Jamesy. Ah, every
0: once in a while, the old Jamesy comes out. He ah, the, see, the, for the folks out there in listening land, they don't know you from 25 years ago. I'm getting ago. another
1: tattoo today. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah.
0: Jamesy, Jamesy used to be anti-establishment before he became part of the
1: establishment. Hang on, i got to pay my tax bill. <laughs> Hold on. As every good citizen should do. Hey, hey! What are you? Are you confident or are you
0: cocky? Well, it's a fine line, and I, I think I would say I'm confident. I actually I know I'm I'm more confident than cocky. I mean, there there's a fine line. It's and pretty. Some, it's pretty some
1: that's a pretty typical of of of, of the a cocky over, person. Of a cocky person <laughs> having I'm this confident. Over, I'm not cocky. Having this overconfidence bias about yourself, thinking no. you're better than you really are.
0: No, that's not. Well, not with me. It's not true. So, so <laughs> Maybe with the rest of the world
1: <laughs> no, 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 you don't understand I know I'm good I
0: get, Well, I get where he's coming from And this is a good
1: point So the, the article is um, A good instructor knows the difference And does something about it It talks a little bit about the overconfidence issue With students, particularly new students Developing some continued education Finding that balance between the new and the old Gives a couple little anecdotes in here. It's a it's a pretty decent little article. I think you're going to dig this one. See, I'm throwing this one at you cold. You don't even know it's coming at you.
0: Don't eat. Isn't that how we always do it?
1: <laughs> are, are you confident about D- this, Jamesy? Issue?
0: You like to give. Are you, you like confident to, about I'm going confident. through this, or
1: are you just being cocky that no, it's going to go confident. pretty
0: good? I uh, I think our listeners should understand that although Jamesy is he does the selecting of the this is his baby for the most part. I'm just the foil I'm the uh, comic comedy relief I guess you'd call it I'm the uh, guy who's gonna lose his his
1: nuts no 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 you're the you're, you're the voice of reason too though
0: occasionally occasionally we have uh, got
1: a good balance yeah yeah I think you're balance. right but I just I, I steer the ship I steer the ship a little bit
0: I I come into everything cold. I don't think there's been one episode no, where no, I've, no, no. We've, I've we've, really... We've
1: prepped ahead of time a few times. Remember the Playboy episode? Remember the Hugh Hefner episode? Yeah. We were looking at Playboys for <laughs> two weeks beforehand, <laughs> getting ready okay. for that one. Oh, yeah. I, I take it all back. You're right.
0: <laughs> oh, Playboy episode.
1: Let me tell you a little tale of tragedy.
0: Oh. A tragedy
1: of confidence and overconfidence. Is it about a... This is a uh, good one. You'll like this. A three-hour tour? Sit right back. I'm going to tell you a tale. <laughs> You hear a tale, tale of a faithful
0: trip. trip. Yeah, no, I I bet ninety percent of our listeners are like, "What the fuck are they talking
1: yeah, yeah. about?" Yeah, damn it, it's hell getting old. We went over to um, Patty's folks last week. Yeah, walk in, mom's w- sitting on the couch watching Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island.
0: Island. It's it pro- I think it's very the, politically the, incorrect. Oh, it is, it is. So you can't the, uh, and just like Bugs Bunny. You can't dude, watch.
1: The skipper got hit in the head with a coconut. Yeah, and. Right. Ha- His personality changed. Mick wanted to make one of the most advanced dives in the world, the Andrea Doria. This Italian luxury liner in the North Atlantic is a monster dive that requires an incredibly high level of skill and experience. Years of training, hundreds of dives, and a dedication to the principles of technical diving are all needed to survive. Yet Mick, who held an advanced diver rating, had less than 100 dives. And only five dives to a depth greater than 130 feet. Mick is a dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't hold back. I
0: want you to tell me how you really feel. Oh, I mean, this is uh the guy. Uh, this is what we're talking about. This is this, over. This, is, this classic. is cocky. This is classic. But the thing is, especially back in the day. I'm hoping it's different now. But back in the day, everybody looked the same. Everybody was kneeling on the bottom and, and plowing through the water at, you know, 75 degrees to the to the plane of bottom or whatever. Anyway, long story short is everybody looked like shit. They had shit propulsion techniques. If they could hover in the Buddha position, they thought they, they had it down. Right, and you could go buy a computer. I'll just throw some uh, bottles uh, out and and do it. Yeah. Feet, yeah.
1: Mick was also overweight and suffered from diabetes. Well, he's as most divers. So far, he
0: fits the profile.
1: That he made the first dive on the Doria without problems was amazing good luck. That he had a heart attack just after submerging for the second dive was tragic. Why did Mick try this dive without proper training, fitness, and experience? Was he stupid? Overconfident? or Both
0: and stupid isn't the right word, just unwise, foolish, overconfident can lend itself to foolhardy
1: behavior. I mean, that's not an uncommon story out on that wreck. I mean, it's a well,
0: yeah. I think I'm, I'm hoping that that wreck is out a little ways. It's a, it's not like a go on an afternoon charter trip, that is a that is a weekend of, of yeah, diving it's, a, or it's longer. a big deal. Yeah, you you anchor out there, you live on the boat, you know, it's a long trip out. So, I'm I'm hoping that nowadays the, the crew has a little more sense of responsibility because it just used to, you know, oh, you got a card? Sure, we'll take you wherever you want to go.
1: Well, he just really wanted to do the dive.
0: Oh, okay, well then let him go. I'm sorry, I take it all back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the first hazard a new diver encounters is overconfidence. Sounds odd, doesn't it? Since the new diver normally demonstrates his status... Through unnecessary hand movements, constant finning, moving up and down through the water column at random, over-breathing, and fumbling for equipment. No criticism intended. All of us went through the same learning process at different speeds. The key is for the new diver and those attempting to help him to understand that practice is the quickest route to proficiency. And here's where overconfidence can come in. He talks about the advanced certification trap. The trap. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I do like you know, when you get validation from a major publication of the things that you've said. That's, that's nice. It makes you go, okay, see? Well, there's, not the there's only no
1: ones. doubt that there's a need for advanced training.
0: Oh, yeah. That's, I don't think that's the question. And that's where maybe it gets steered off track is that you're criticizing advanced training. I don't think we're ever criticizing getting advanced training what you're criticizing is saying it's advanced training and it's not really advanced training it's it's a lot of stuff that you should have had out of the gate in my humble opinion
1: wait are you saying that following an instructor around a platform at dusk is it's not, not d- night diving training
0: <laughs> i didn't i'm not saying that what i'm saying is it doesn't it's not a level of training that would qualify you as proficient at night diving and the same thing with the deep dive of it these are I mean these are great things to do with an instructor and to be given some information you know the education part of it like hey this is what narcosis feels like this is where you're going to encounter it this is what it does and demonstrate your your effectiveness at thought but the thing is I think what we're saying is to call it advanced to put that
1: nomenclature on it to put that label it's false It's a common misperception that by taking an advanced or specialty course, students can become the proficient divers they want to be. Don't get me wrong. The classes, pool sessions, and training dives of advanced and specialty courses all have their place. In each instance, the diver is gaining experience and skills. But conversely, the diver must also understand that the purpose of training sessions is to become familiar with new skills. Advanced courses give the diver the chance to learn and practice new skills in a relatively safe environment. These courses don't necessarily make the diver capable of handling everything that may occur during a similar non-training dive only after repeated dives in a variety of conditions experiencing the infinite variety of challenges the marine environment can throw at you is the diver truly qualified at the new level
0: no i mean that is something i think we can all agree i mean at least when i say all that means all the people in the room here yes we say this all the time yeah the right? cards are not it's a label and it's you it, those words are being used to sell that class because you're truly not an advanced diver
1: when you take that Certainly card. not after you've got nine logged dives. Exactly,
0: exactly, and that's and correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm not. Uh, <laughs> You're a little uh, the advanced are you being, card you cocky about this answer. Or I am over, cocky because I have been doing this for you know several decades. The advanced card is pushed immediately after the open water. It's not very rarely does does the instructor go go out and i want you to dive like 30 or 40 times and then come back for the advanced class dive shop would would come in there and you're fired we want these people to come right in we don't want to lose them we, we want that class immediately
1: and you know i get that i don't think it's there's marketing any, i don't yep i yeah. get it you, mm-hmm. you need that in order to run a successful business but then my problem is you hand him a card that says go to 100 feet you you've can got, go you've got, yes you've got nine you've dives. shown
0: us that you can do this Right, and, and, and that's, that's not it's, true.
1: It's a bold faced lie. Yeah,
0: that's not necessarily true. So the card gives a diver a sense of security that's not in reality. It gives them this sense of abilities. So in other words, it's a false sense of security. Like I, I'm really qualified to go to 100 foot basically anywhere. And I know people are. No, that's not what it does. Oh, we know that. Oh, it does. But in the at, diver's at mind, if
1: they're conservative, they're only going to 100.
0: Right. In the diver's mind, that's what they believe. They're. You've got to remember they're new the, divers. Because the wall, the,
1: the wall continues way past 100.
0: Oh
2: yeah. Do, 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 do.
0: And
1: I did a hundred. The deeper I go, the better I
2: feel.
0: And when I did that little narcosis test, I performed better when I went deeper. So
1: and that's where Jonathan goes. Juan, Juan that's where loco. Juan Loco goes. Oh, Juan loco. This same false sense of security is often seen in beginning car drivers. The new driver passes the test, is given the license to drive, and immediately thinks he's ready for the rigors of the road. Quickly, often tragically, new drivers learn the road is a dangerous place. Until the new driver has gained experience and learned to drive within his level of competence, disaster is just around the next corner. Oh,
0: can be just around the next corner. I mean, you know, we start to get into that area where every time you 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 screw up or you you live every time you live doing a crazy ass dive, that becomes your new threshold. Because hey, I made it. I must have done everything right. Right, and, and that's where and you just happen to be
1: lucky. And that's what we were talking about with Mick and that first little anecdote that he puts in there of amazingly he lived on the first dive on the Doria. It wasn't yeah. because he knew what he was doing and, and, and put together a good dive, he got lucky.
0: And I'm gonna guess he just bounced down, touched it and came up, uh, because so many experienced divers i mean the doria has a, a list of fatalities of experienced divers even people who had well-known
1: you know well-known technical wreck cold water divers. Yeah, yeah
0: exactly they they were known within the diving community of being uh highly skilled and knowledgeable divers and they've died on the doria
1: he gives us another anecdote of uh, this one's called at a girl. Oh,
0: that's sexist.
1: Charlotte was a 32 year old woman who had always wanted to dive. Only one problem. She was scared to death of water.
0: Okay. Well, that, (laughs) that's kind of a major obstacle right there. Now I, I, I will go and I've run into this. I've run into this working at dive shops. I went to work with this woman by herself because the rest of the class wanted to proceed with the rest of the course. So I start talking to her and come to find out she had near drowning uh, and is deathly afraid of being in the water. She was terrified of the water right off the bat. She was in the class because her fiancé and her were going to be going to Acapulco or wherever, Cozumel area. They were going somewhere tropical and he, they wanted to dive. He loved diving and he wanted her to dive. So right. she had this pressure. and She didn't want to be in the water she I said a, that. I she said, I don't want to be in this water right
1: now. Yeah, I had a girl one time, like second night of the pool, we're doing giant stride entries. Mm-hmm. Gets up, gets to the edge of the pool, and just standing there looking, 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 looking. Everybody else is, yeah. is in and just,
2: <laughs>
1: like full on, like <laughs> sobbing. like She was horrified, horrified of the water.
0: So what I mean what happened she did she tell you what what was the problem
1: Well after that she did No she was again she was, she was doing it for her boyfriend Yeah and uh, she didn't want to be there she made it through the first night mm-hmm. and, uh, but now like jumping in to yeah. the deep water it just it, she snapped Yeah you know she just wasn't yeah, ready just for it It's just one more
0: thing you know it's yeah. just a, it's just like a the one straw that broke the camel's back kind of thing My my point of my story is I went I told her, okay, well, maybe take some swimming lessons. Get yourself comfortable in the water so you gain some confidence just being in the water. You under, you start to feel like, hey, this water is not going to kill me in and of itself, right? So I came back. I told the shop owner this. Uh, well, A, he wasn't happy with me. And he went and I took over the 11 other students and he went to work with her. He talked her into staying in the class and kind of just, you know, Fudged, uh, fudged the mass clearing portion of it because she was having
1: trouble with it. Right. Well, because she's not going to buy that wetsuit. <laughs> Thank <laughs> if you. If she uh, if she drops out of class for a couple of weeks and gets comfortable swimming. Anyway,
0: that that was when I'm like I'm done here.
1: Let's talk about uh, Charlotte. One of the reasons. Okay. During the first pool session, she refused to put her face in the water. After this inauspicious start, Charlotte came to every class we had during the entire summer at no additional charge. I might add. It took forever.
0: (laughs) No additional charge.
1: It took forever, but she refused to quit. She was determined to overcome her fears and learn to dive. The staff and I worked with her through the summer, and finally she was able to master the skills required. She did her checkout dives and earned her certification. I talked with her and emphasized that she should progress very slowly in her certification. So far, I like Juan Loco.
0: He's He's a conscientious,
1: knowledgeable instructor, it seems. In fact, I suggested that she dive with only very experienced divers who knew her problem. She agreed and has made slow, steady progress in her diving. This diver has my utmost respect. She overcame her fears, showed more guts than most of us have, has the patience of Job, and has never tried to kid anyone about her skill or problem. She is safe, considerate, and enthusiastic diver within her skill level. Bravo. Bravo. And that's, uh, yeah, that's how you uh, work through it, is you admit to being afraid you you admit to the fears and you work through everybody's
0: afraid of something don't don't get this idea like oh there it's so it's a this brave thing some people are just very comfortable in the water so it seems like things come easy but trust me, there's a fear in there of something, you know. And so.
1: and there should yeah, be right. a, a healthy fear of some sort that that's respect what, that's what at keeps the very you, least. Yeah, that's yes. what keeps you on track to make sure you're not just grabbing grabbing gear and jumping in the water foolishly. That you're you know, it's that respectful fear that is yes. is keeping you on track and making sure that you're going through your, your pre dive check. Yes. Making sure that everything's all squared away with you and your, your teammates in the water before the dive starts
0: right that's a, you, so you have an understanding of where the methods and rules kind of come from in diving you don't just break them because i'm not afraid of anything you know and that's the i guess the line of overconfidence versus overconfidence and cockiness versus healthy level of confidence and The confidence, or confidence. How many times uh, are you going to say confidence? A healthy level of confidence with your confidence. Do you want any confidence on your confidence?
1: Can I get a side of confidence? Can I, uh, like
0: a large coffee with double confidence, with uh, confidence thrown in? Yeah, confidence.
1: The delicate balance. As instructors, we are charged with maintaining a delicate balance. Train the diver to a level of skill commensurate with the course, but do so in a safe environment. No one would argue with the idea that we must train divers without injuring them. However, at times, it seems we're expected to train divers in such a way that no risk is encountered. Lawsuits have put us on the defensive, and if eliminating risk is the goal, the quality of training can be affected.
0: So you're saying lawyers have actually had a bad effect on training?
1: I didn't say this. Well, I Job think that's what
0: Juan is saying.
1: He, Juan Loco. Thank sentence. you, Juan
0: Loco. Juan Loco isn't so loco. Juan Loco seems pretty sensible Juan to me. Juan Smarto, He should call Juan Sensibilio. <laughs>
1: Making mistakes and correcting them is a powerful way of learning, yet too often instructors are told to do it strictly by the book and bring students home without even a hangnail. What's the right balance between minimizing risk? Everybody gets a hangnail at diving. What's the the right uh, balance between minimizing risk and giving students freedom to make mistakes? Every good instructor ponders this question, and each of us has a different answer. Here's mine. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, letting your students make mistakes. That's a great way to learn. Yeah. Within, you know.
0: Within the parameters of safe diving. within Exactly. And that's your job
1: as as an instructor is to be able to see the mistake coming and and, and what it's going to cause. And and be ready for it.
0: And use it. Not every mistake can be learned from or is a good teaching tool.
1: My goal is to allow the diver to progress slowly and carefully within his or her own comfort level. The training manual is written as a guide, not as a Bible. There are skills the student must display correctly for earning the certification. But as an instructor, I need the latitude to teach those skills in any order, in any manner that works. Why the emphasis on earning? I believe a student pays for instruction, but earns the certification. Too many instructors are unwilling to make a student retake a course. Financial considerations, time constraints, and a get them out the door attitude of some instructors can sometimes become more important than quality instruction. Granted, we have to make money, but ultimately our job is to make divers. If it takes 10 dives instead of five, We must be willing to spend the time and effort to ensure that the diver is qualified at the level of instruction we are giving. Uh,
0: This is, I think, everything we've been saying. I mean, we've been saying he's put it into words uh, and same words that we've used many occasions. But uh, that's that's what we've been saying from day one. That's this whole thing is about is it became about getting the money and not producing this quality diver. And in order to do that, they they watered things down. They removed they removed from the classes and they replaced some things, you know, a fin pivot and things like that. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's a point where it's somewhat teaching you about buoyancy, but by the same token, it's also ingraining you with this idea like you can rest on the bottom. It, it, just silly stuff. I don't know. You remember, well, I, I don't I know get, if you remember <laughs> when the fin pivot came into. Yeah, uh, and uh, I, uh, I get that.
1: You know, I get that back in the day because yeah. it, there was no buoyancy, it was everything was go to the bottom. Do your skills right. swim over somewhere else? Get to the negatively on the bottom. Do whatever you're doing. Take your picture. Mm-hmm. Swim over to wherever you're going. Get to the bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, do this. So the the fin pivot was a building block tool that, right. that first got you mm-hmm. to learn to to yeah. create so that you're not completely negative. Right, you're, you're starting to learn. You're teetering on that buoyancy thing. So I, I get where that was. Well, I, yeah. Now, if yeah. anybody is still teaching that in 2018, yeah, you need to just cash in your instructor <laughs> card for crying out loud.
0: I don't know. I think there's a lot of people that would that still do it.
1: But but I think where where he's going with this isn't so much the way the agency puts it in particular, but I mean just a lot of instructors and store owners and, and shops that will sacrifice the the comfort and the confidence and the, to get the, money. the ability of the student just so that they get the card in their hand and hopefully they'll stick they'll with it long gear. enough yeah. mm-hmm. to uh, buy some gear and, and build up the experience that, and the comfort that they don't quite have yet.
0: It's very short-sighted. That, is, that it is, it is, is the whole thing. It's very short-sighted. And I guess my thing was this didn't come, this didn't like, oh, each dive shop birthed this idea. This was an idea that was put in their heads because it happened everywhere, it didn't happen in one dive shop. It wasn't like a localized little dive shop. This problem, this is this is an industry-wide problem.
1: And then when you talk to the dive masters out in the field oh, that, are work, you. that are that yeah. are working the boats that are are seeing these divers show up and want to get in the water, right? You'll hear yeah, you'll hear the stories, which we've yeah. we've, we've had some of them emailing us already.
0: And I, I think James, we should probably balance this too. I'm not saying that we have to have this, you know. Harvard-educated dive student. I don't think you need to go through that, or a Navy SEAL, or whatever you want to say. You don't need that. that That's the other end of the spectrum. That's craziness.
1: Well, yeah, no, yeah. totally fair. Right. Uh, but it's the expectation of ability right. that somebody with nine dives and an advanced open water card has right. is where the issue is
0: yeah because now they can go on a charter oh, you need an advanced card to do this uh, this dive in the great lakes to 120 feet 120 feet in the great lakes for a nine dive diver
1: it's not 120 feet in no. bon air so uh fat boy scuba you ready for some fat boy scuba? fat boy
0: scuba is this a harley story
1: <laughs> well it's not a harley fat boy it's a different kind of fat boy Remember, this is 2001. Political correctness in in terminology was not quite at the level it is today. So, so we had more freedom so of could, speech. They could write an uh, anecdote entitled Fat Boy Scuba. Why can't we do it now? Go on. I'm,
2: <laughs> beep! I'm
1: censoring all of that. <laughs> Don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Brad was 48 years old. Overweight. Knew everything about everything and was always willing to share his knowledge in a loud, vocal manner. You ever meet Brad? (laughs) Yeah. How many times have you met Brad? Oh, many, many times.
0: Actually, Brad, uh, it's not on every boat you're on, but there's a Brad. There's a Brad on many charter boats.
1: If you'd been diving in Palau, he had been there, done that, and had the t shirt to prove it. Did he have the Navy SEAL
0: combat badge, too? (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the hat and the yeah. he's probably wearing BDUs as we speak. <laughs> Coco's Island, sure he loved the hammerheads and went to 275 feet on air to watch them. Of course he did. According to him, his logbook had more than 700 dives, and there was very little he didn't know about diving. By the way, he also had a dive mastercard and was looking to hook up with a good dive shop to pass along his knowledge.
0: Nice. Brad's a caring, giving guy.
1: <laughs> I suggested that Brad accompany me to a pool session and observe. Naturally, my goal was to observe him. That night, Brad sat on the side of the pool putting his gear together. Walking by, I saw that his regulator was on backwards to the BCD. I mentioned this to him, and he replied, I always dive my gear in this configuration.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a new way. You haven't heard about this yet? <laughs> Come on, get with the program. Everybody's doing this. It's so simple. It reminds me of Fletch. Do you ever
1: remember that? I Fletch? saw it on YouTube. <laughs> it's on YouTube, yeah. With raised eyebrows, I walked away to help my students. Shortly, Brad yelled, hey, got any extra weights? <laughs> I'm going to need some ball bearings. <laughs> yes, look in the box, I said. A few minutes later, I caught sight of him striding off the deep end of the pool, his weight belt looking unusually loaded. Telling the students to remain out of the water, I donned gear and headed for the deep end. Brad sat there, B.C. fully inflated, glued to the bottom. His eyes were the size of saucers and a constant stream of bubbles issued from his regulator as he hyperventilated. Approaching him cautiously, I indicated that he should let the air out of his B.C., drop his weight belt and surface. Instead, he lunged at me, and I backed off quickly. Swimming behind him, I gripped his tank with my knees, inflated my BCD to raise both of us, and slowly took him up. When he hit the surface, I released his weight belt and pulled him to the pool's edge. His exact words were, Why'd you do that? Why in the hell did you do that? (laughs) I had everything under control. (laughs) Needless to say, Brad never dived with me again. As a side note, the weight belt had 48 pounds of lead on it. His BCD was rated at 28 pounds of lift. Analysis: Extreme overconfidence. Extreme. I don't even know if As it's overconfidence. Him is it's a, had 700 dives?
0: I was going to say it's. This isn't even overconfidence. A, I think he's a liar. Right. Okay. That, I I see that. So yeah, there's overconfidence, stand. but this guy is. You know, this is a mental illness. If you ask me, I mean, this isn't like a, a normal behavior. This is somebody who's lacking in a lot of areas in his life. In order to make up for them, he puts on this persona, of which is, you know, it's like, how many times have you met Navy SEALs working in the dive shop? As an instructor, I've met so many Navy SEALs. I
1: have I think I've met every Navy every SEAL every single that's ever. Every yeah. <laughs> so.
0: and,
1: and that was just this summer. Yeah.
0: The the bad part about that is if you ever do meet a Navy SEAL, you're like, yeah, sure.
1: Well, no, if you really meet a Navy SEAL, they'll never even tell you. They won't tell you. They'll never even tell you you. that they were Uh,
0: a Navy SEAL. If that's the first thing that comes out of their mouth within the 10 minutes of meeting them, sure you were. Anyway, Yeah. So I'd say that's a, that's the very very minimal analysis. There's there's a deep psychiatric problems with uh, old Brad.
1: Well, his his, his extreme overconfidence, right, is is where you get you know somebody like this who's got nine dives or an advanced diver, twelve dives, but he didn't have dives, nine dives, twelve dives, he fourteen dives, and he's a deep diver.
0: Yes, so you can see how even seven hundred dives with old Brad. He still didn't have the the skills needed to dive in a twelve foot pool.
1: Right, because you know, because he's, he's, he's a liar. He's a psychotic liar. mess. And he's, <laughs> but he's got the cards to the cards in the T shirt to prove it.
0: Did he have the cards though? Did did I don't I don't know if Juan Loco actually saw the cards. He's a he just, dive master. He just said he he's was got a dive. He's master.
1: looking for a good shot. Okay. to pass his knowledge on to. Okay, so Juan Loco, Juan. Juan Loco Juan. finishes up this little article talking about the old-fashioned way. I think you, your Spanish needs some more. Juan. <laughs> yeah, finishes up uh, talking about the old-fashioned way. <laughs> I don't the old know what the, Spanish the Spanish. hell I was that, that was. Stick to your French.
2: <laughs>
1: you must you talk about the
2: old-fashioned way? <laughs> Stick to your French. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> por favor. Old-fashioned way, Por favor.
0: One local is going to come and go, hey, yo, that's not how we talk. How we hablé?
1: We are a society that craves and demands instant gratification. Too often, we are unwilling to spend the time and pay the price to earn our stripes. We want it now. We want it easy and we want it cheap.
0: That's what she said.
1: But in diving, <laughs> there are no free lunches. I think
0: that was my, that's how I, I wrote my personal. Personal ad in that scuba times, that last scuba times. I want it now, I want it fast, and I want it cheap.
1: Reef diver. Preferably brunette. Reef diver. Seeking seeking deep diver. I want it now, I want it fast, (laughs) I want it cheap. But in diving, there are no free lunches. One of an instructor's most important tasks is to help divers understand that they can only earn their diving stripes the old-fashioned way.
0: I object. I object. <laughs> you're supposed to say this is not a court of law. <laughs> you don't really get to it Overruled. <laughs> Overruled. <laughs> uh, hold on. I've actually gotten a free lunch diving. I've received one. Gotten? Yep. Is gotten a word? Have gotten? Yeah, I think I, but I have received a free lunch from diving. So, Juan, you're off base
1: here, baby. No, it, it just came with the price you paid for the charter.
0: I didn't pay anything. It was free, too. So there.
1: It's the price you pay for living in society. <laughs> well, hey, your tax paid for it somewhere. A, there's nothing free. No, it's probably yeah. my taxes paid for your damn free lunch. Thank
0: you. Yes, it did.
1: Freeloader. Yes. One of an instructor's most important tasks is to help divers understand that they can only earn their diving stripes the old-fashioned way. By being in the water and spending... Shark the- fighting. By <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> being in the water... And spending the time necessary to acquire the skills required to complete the mission. There are no shortcuts. Slow down. Enjoy the scenery. Live long and dive.
0: So, how I would have said that to my students is there's no shortcut. <laughs> <work>. It's a <laughs> earn your stripes kind of deal. Nobody's going to give you anything. you got to <laughs> earn it. Well, that's so how I would That's how I would have <laughs> Can
1: you try to word it as if. Uh, <laughs> We uh, could you re say your mama's
0: not here to take care of you? Listen, maggots, you see, there's a benefit to
1: some military training. So, you so you finished your coffee, I take it. (laughs) Yeah, well, so so here's you know the essentials, guys, this weekend, right? Yeah, can can I just can we just get our cards and move on? Yeah, sure. sure, let's go do this little dive first. Right, so I mean, yeah. I mean, so here we, we get in the water, you know, to to recap this essential stuff mm-hmm. and complete self-implosion. Yeah.
0: Well, can I ask you something here, James? And,
1: and each one of them individually. Yeah. Skills are looking good all weekend. Well, now the three of you get team, together, organize a dive, and go execute it. This is 15 minutes tops. We'll be back <laughs> talking about how great you did, and then we can finally move on. Uh, an hour later,
0: it's not rocket surgery, people. Yeah,
1: um, multiple, <laughs> yeah. multiple surfacing and restarting the dives. Yeah. Now is that confidence or cocky?
0: <laughs> That's borderline cocky. Well, this is my thing. These guys, and and this was, you know, when I taught fundamentals, was the same thing. I'd say, okay, I can't give you a pass on that. Here's what you need to work on. Here's where we're at. Almost always, it was an awareness thing. Your buoyancy is okay, could be a little bit better. Propulsion t- techniques are okay, could be a little bit better. I'm not, I'm not not passing you because of those. Not passing you because your awareness of your environment is is lacking.
1: All right, guys. Well, hey, Juan Loco, that was a great article. I don't know. I mean, this is from uh, 2001. I don't know if old uh, Jonathan Davis is still. Uh, Still instructing or not, uh, but this was a good catch. I really like this
0: one. Two thousand one is even alive. Two
1: thousand and one, <laughs> July of two thousand and one in Rodale scuba diving. I don't, I don't know if they have a digital version of this magazine so far back, mm-hmm. but you could probably look at scubadiving.com dot and you might see if able, we can find you it. Might online. be able to look that mm-hmm. up. Instructor of the month, confident or cocky was the name of, name of the article.
0: Yeah, but that was a good but, article. That was a uh, surprising. That's right up our alley. Yeah.
1: Yes. Stuff that we've been talking about since day one of the show.
0: Yeah. And that was back in 2001. So Juan was really, he was one step ahead of the, the rest of the group. <laughs> well stated. <laughs> nice job, Br- though, Juan. Yes. Juan Loco. Very nice job. I'd like a, a cool name like Juan Loco.
1: What about Juan Brando?
0: No. Juan, Juan Brando. Brando Loco. I'd like Juan Brando. Brando. Loco Brando.
1: Loco Brando. I like that one. Loco I Brando. Know. I don't know about that. Um did you listen to the last episode? <laughs> I
2: think we could <laughs> sell it. You think you can I think sell we can sell that. Sell you as local. Well, Brando. I'm not
0: I mean the things I'm saying are not that <laughs> local. They're they're dead on. Am I am I uh passionate about it? Does wait, that make me local? Do you do you
1: think they're dead on or does society think they're dead on? Well, are you being cocky about them being dead on or are you overconfident?
0: I am being confident I'm that confident that they're dead on. I did not say anything that was false in there. I had my opinion that, yeah, the greed was, the, was becoming, you know, in that little balance between earning money and producing a quality product, that earning money tipped the scales a bit.
1: We're going to figure out the way that uh, we can get this back on track of it's not about a, a plastic card. Right. That you get in two hours of following an instructor around. Right. That you really walk out with knowledge and ability to and not just a rating.
0: Right, and when you look at what you do receive, a certification,
1: you know, that was our whole thing with going to the
0: respective agencies that we went to and to teach through. It was, you wanted to give a card that when you looked at it, or it when people something. saw it, they go, okay, I know this person's got their bleep, bleep, bleep together when they go in the water. And that's that's what these agencies represent. That, And they still, you know, they still have to make money, they still have a business, but I don't think they've let that be the the guiding force. And it's just like what Juan Juan's pro- the problem that Juan is, is illustrating here within the industry is it's due to that m- earning the money has tipped the balance from producing a good diver, a confident, high quality, you know, skillful diver. So it, it, when that happens, you start to take shortcuts. Like we don't need, it gets watered down. We don't have to have these qualifications from our instructional staff, much less the divers they're producing.
1: So. Right, right. So anyway. where you've got instructors putting out students for dives that they don't even do themselves exactly can you uh can you teach me a, a drift diving specialty
0: I can have the uh, we can dive right near the where the filter comes out of the pool and I'll push you a little way you'll see you'll get the idea i gotta
1: i gotta, I gotta submit a form <laughs> exactly let me... Get, let me fax this let me email this form and uh, we'll do it yeah. We'll do it tomorrow. Yes,
0: and I'm gonna ask if we can qualify this for your deep dive too. You want that card, don't you? Because we're gonna simulate. We're gonna simulate being at 61 feet.
1: Well. I mean, yeah, there you go. I mean, I, we know that.
0: I mean, you see that. We see, we see it. These things that we're we're talking about aren't like, I mean, oh, I, we just yeah, make them well, up. I mean, I we just, see this t- silly stuff.
1: You know, I just had a student showing up to a rescue class, deepest dive to date, thirty feet. Yet
0: they had their advance card.
1: Had their advance card, and they're
0: working towards the old DM.
1: Yeah, right. And they Locked just needed, and loaded. They just needed to knock this uh, rescue out <laughs> for prereq, know, just because yeah. uh, you know they needed it for the DM. But just wait, and I, I would, yeah. I would venture to say that she learned more and this weekend, she got hit with some reality.
0: Hopefully, I mean, and this, I think us bringing this up isn't a slam against her so much. I mean, you don't know what you don't know. No, she she had no clue. She
1: had no clue, right? And then I addressed a couple things and said, you know, like, uh, we go down, (laughs) sitting on the bottom like it's a chair. Like, just... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like, pass me the like, cream <laughs> like, yeah. like, what you? when we got up I was like you gotta you know cause she's she's bright you know, I know where you want to go you know teaching wise and dive mastering wise in the future and I go but you need to move into a world of, of you know thinking like a diver in a three dimensional world not mm-hmm. like a like a, yeah. a human like an underwater earth, walking with, uh, with, human yeah. with gear hey, you're not walking anymore you gotta find that three dimensional world mm-hmm. and it was her, her eyes were like Oh, 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 what? Like, it just like totally, like, <laughs> like, uh, I revealed and, the secrets of the universe to her. She was like, oh, it makes so much sense.
0: This is where you, I mean, you're real, a huge strong point of yours is you're, you're very nice and you talk sense. You haven't become bitter <laughs> like somebody else in this room who is just like, I would just be like, what the f-? I just shake my head. Maybe that's my, this is my fault. You know, this is, I brought this shit out. But whatever, yeah. Good cop, bad cop. Yeah, yeah. We do it with our children. Why not do it with our students? There you
2: go.
1: <laughs> hey, on that note, sign my sign logbook here. You do
0: realize I'm the bad cop at my house too. Okay, let's sign this. Get well soon. Love, Loco Brando. Okay,
2: uh, don't be cocky.
1: <laughs> okay, guys, uh, we'll see you next week.
0: Safe diving, folks.
1: say out on the east coast the world is your oyster the world is your oyster yes (laughs) oyster oyster the world's your oyster
2: Started getting rough. A tiny ship was tossed. If not for the courage of the fearless crew, Milo would be lost. Ships on the shore of this uncharted desert isle. Gilligan, a skipper, too. A millionaire and his wife. The movie star, Pessar and Marianne, here on Gilligan's Isle. So, this is the tale of the castaways. They're here for a long, long time. I'm gonna have to make the best of things. It's an uphill climb. The first mate and a skipper, too. They're gonna do their best to make the others feel comfortable on this tropic island. With no lights and no motor car in luxury Robinson yeah. in it's primitive as can be
1: Overbreathing and fumbling for the equipment, and fumbling the equipment, overbreathing and fumbling the, overbreathing, <laughs> overbreathing and fumbling for equipment.
0: You know they were talking about you know these are radio people, professional radio people. Like, do you ever have a problem pronouncing words? You know, and they're, they're like, oh yeah, I still do. And they were talking about this British woman who has her kid on. She's filming him. He had a problem pronouncing the word happiness. And so she'd say happiness and he'd say happy penis and he couldn't he couldn't say it. He was getting so frustrated. Happy penis. Happy penis. <laughs> I'm full of happy penis. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs>